Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Allison. Welcome to Unleash Your Story, Savvy's new broadcast here. I'm so grateful to have you here joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, uh, you have such an inspirational story that I knew we had to have you here to join us and share with our audience uh, because people sit on the sidelines, they see things they're not happy with, but they often will be like, oh man, I wish there was a solution for this. But you saw a very necessary solution for people dealing with breast cancer and said, I know I'm going to just create it. And that's with your company, Brobe International. It's such an inspirational story. But share a little bit about the impetus and what caused you to even create it. Well, um, how much time do we have? <laughs> I, uh, there's, there's so much, uh, there's so much of a bigger back thing. This product I did find a need for it. And the original idea was just a bra inside of a robe. Um, about 17 years ago, I uh, was a new mom um, and a new wife. And we lived in this little apartment in Fort Worth, Texas. And um, my daughter was just a baby. And my husband, my my first husband, at the, my first husband, Rick, uh, shortly after we got married was diagnosed with kidney failure. And so we basically, like my life just completely turned upside down and I was working one job and then two jobs and then three jobs. And he was on dialysis three days a week and we had one car and we were completely broke. And, um, every, you know, every other day it was just a sprint. I mean, he would have to be at dialysis at five 30 in the morning. And so I would take him to dialysis with the baby and, and then come home and sprint to get in the shower and then, 
uh, go to my first job. And then at lunch, I would go pick him up and bring him home and, and put him to bed. And then I'd go to my second job, which is at the daycare center that she went, that she was at. And then I would sprint home and, um, and then I would go wait tables and bartend at night. And it was just, it, I just, I say it was a sprint. Wow. During this time was whenever I had the idea to build a bra inside of a robe, which the whole reason was I'm in Texas. It's hot in Texas. It's humid in Texas. Mm-hmm. I was nursing a baby um, and I was sweating in places that I just really didn't want to sweat. And so I remember having this fleeting thought one morning, you know, getting out of the shower while I would be putting my makeup on and doing my hair. I've always got ready in my robe and um, just had this fleeting thought of why can't I just have a bra inside of a robe? That way I wouldn't have to put my nice pretty bras on um, and get them all dirty and sweaty. Um, And and I thought, well, this is just an ingenious idea. Obviously, somebody has already come up with it. I'm going to go buy one. And. Um, I spent five years searching for this very simple um, garment and I would go to, you know, lingerie stores or department stores and I'd say, hey, you know, do you have a robe with a support system? Do you have pajamas with a support system? Do you have something other than the tank top that has the shelf bra that didn't hold me up anyways? And, um, you know, the, the salespeople, I can't even begin to tell you how many times I heard no, but that's such a great idea or no, but you're like the thousandth person that's asked for something like this. And I can remember leaving the department store thinking, why is nobody doing this? Like, this is so crazy to me. So around the same time, around during this time of searching for this garment, um, I ended up getting a job at, uh, Nordstrom's in the cosmetic department and across from the um, cosmetic department was the hosiery department. And this was in, I don't know, it was 2004 maybe. And um, it was right whenever Sarah Blakely got with Spanx got picked up by Oprah. And I, you know, on slow days, I would watch these documentaries that the hosiery department would have on their TV screen. And she would talk about, you know, the three things that if you were to start a business or invent something that you should do. And one of them was, you know, if you would wear it, somebody else would too. And then um, if, uh, if, if you name it, you know, name it something funny, because even if people don't like it, they'll remember it. Um, and then keep it to yourself until you're ready to go to market. And I remember watching that video thinking, I should totally invent something, <laughs> not even realizing that I actually in my mind had already invented something. And I just remember thinking I should totally invent something that would make my life so much easier, which is funny because anybody who started a business knows that that's absolutely not true. So, um, so fast forward years later, um, my first husband ended up passing away in 2009 and I, you know, I was 29. I was a single mom. My daughter was five and I got laid off of my job at the time. I was not working at Nordstrom's anymore. I had just down to one job, thank God. And, um, and I just, I ended up, I was driving down the road and just trying to really, you know, at that moment when I got laid off and I finally just had some time to look back and go, okay, what do I want to do with my life? I mean, life is really short. I just, just saw it for the past five years firsthand. Mm-hmm. And what do I want to do? You know, what, who do I want to work for? What, you know, what, what matters? And, um, 
I kept having this bra robe idea. I know that sounds crazy, but I kept having this bra robe idea, like, like honestly in my head all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was driving down the road and um, I pulled over to a target and I grabbed a robe, a super cheap robe. And I grabbed all these bras that fastened in the front and I took it home and borrowed a needle and thread from my neighbor. Um, and I sewed the inside shoulder of the robe to the, to the strap of the bra. And so, and so the back of the bra to the back of the robe and I put it on and I fastened it and I was like, Oh my gosh, like <laughs> why have I waited so long to create yeah. this? Yeah. And, um, and so I just had it, you know, I had no intention of doing anything with it. And it wasn't until um, a couple years later that I was having lunch with my friend, Wendy. Um, and for some reason, and she, she was more of an acquaintance client friend at the time. So, um, so I was telling her about my bra robe combination. And she yeah. said, man, if you ever do anything, you should do something for women with breast cancer. And I was like, I don't know anybody with breast cancer. And she said, well, I happen to have had been diagnosed with stage three. And um, I went through 18 months of chemo followed by a double mastectomy. And at that point, she had had three surgeries on top of that double mastectomy. Now, as of today, she's had 11 surgeries um, in basically nine years. And I mean, she's doing fine. She's doing great. Um, but um, she just was telling me about the struggles of what comes along with having a mastectomy. Yeah. And um, so much so that she was talking about the drains and she was talking about how she would have to, you know, tape the drains to her shirt. And if you don't or to her skin, and if you don't know what, what I'm talking about, whenever I say drains, I will happily I will happily explain what they are. But yes. um, and then she would have to pin them to the inside of her shirt, which would cause limited mobility. Mm. And um, and so I just thought, well, this is this is great. You know, why is there nothing out there for women who are who are undergoing this surgery. And she actually brought me what they gave her in the hospital. And the best way I can describe it, which is the only way I really describe it is if you think of something out of like eighth grade home ec, it was falling apart. Now, granted, these are volunteers that are making these, but it was not something that I would want to put on that I would give to my mom or my sister or my friend if they just had their breasts removed. So it was enough for me um, looking at these garments to to go out and start doing the market research and see what was available and really what wasn't available. And that was how it started. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I find, and this is so true, I believe, everyone has this kind of nestling desire gift inside of them, this talent that's screaming to get out. And when I talk to people, often it's something they're sitting on. They're like, nah, no one needs that. That's not important. And you just sit on it and sit on it. But what's awesome is it kept coming up for you and you kept going, hmm, hmm, hmm. And luckily you didn't throw it in the garbage and you did use it um, right. because it's so beneficial. And you don't know how many people I know in the hospital, period. I know someone late in life, she had a um, appendicitis. And mm -hmm. drains everywhere. And, you know, as a woman, it would be nice to have a nicer robe, uh, period, if you're in the hospital, whether you have breast cancer or not. So it's it's such a fabulous idea. And by the way, I live in Texas, South Texas. Oh, you do? Yes. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Where are you? I'm in Spring, Texas, right? Okay. Like an hour or so from Houston. But okay. I know exactly what you're talking about with it's super hot and my bra is all soaking wet. It would be nice to have something in between. So yes. Yes. the, the brogue sounds like a perfect idea for really hot places like Florida or South Texas, right. period, yes. whether you're in the hospital yeah. or not. So I love this because that didn't even occur to me that it could be beneficial for everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, how you had the idea, you started to say, okay, here's what's not available. Here's what, here's what is available. How did you go from idea to actually getting on the market? Because that that's a big step from one to. You other. know, that's um. So so I had created this bra robe combo, mm -hmm. um, used it myself. Started thinking, you know, met talked with Wendy. By that point, I actually um was remarried. Uh, to my husband, Matt, um, who actually, ironically, right around the same time that Wendy had said something about breast cancer, mm -hmm. um, he actually, he's a paramedic. He used to work nights. And I remember right around the same time, before I'd even said anything about the breast cancer aspect of it, um, mm -hmm. he came home and said, you know, if you ever do anything with that bra robe, you should do something for women with breast cancer. And I was like, weird. Why would you say that? Like, that is so crazy. And and he had a patient who had had these drains. And, and so it's one of those things where I've actually given talks about it where, you know, you're listening to that inner voice. It's so much more than a business and an idea. And actually it's, to me, it was, I have one chance, um, I was able, I was lucky enough that I met my first husband. I had this experience. It was a horrible experience, but it gave me completely different um, light on life, really. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like, what do I have to lose? You know, I mean, you kind of go through this life altering experience and you just kind of look at things differently. And I just didn't want to spend another day, another minute sitting in traffic an hour each way going and working for somebody or some company that I didn't believe in and who really didn't value me. And I just felt like I had more to offer. So um, so at the time it was kind of like, I'm just going to do this. And I actually had a, a, a steady job. I wasn't happy, but I had a steady income. And, um, you know, and I, I actually, you know, was very newly pregnant with my middle daughter, Manya, who um, is now nine. And so it was kind of like, I'm just going to dabble and see what's out there, see how to do this. I don't have a design background. So I really was learning as I went. And um, I, I mean, Google was my best friend, <laughs> really, because I didn't know any designers. I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. And so Matt, my husband mm -hmm. said, find a seamstress, you know what you want in your head. You've talked to enough breast cancer patients and people who are in the field to know what's missing out there. Um, find, you know, take the last bit of our, our savings, which was a thousand dollars and go find a seamstress and see, you know, see what happens. And so I found one. Um, it took, you know, five or six interviews with people because they turned me down. <laughs> I wasn't turning them down. They were turning me down. And um, and so, you know, we worked together for about three months. I mean, every week I would go to this lady's apartment and just be like, no, I want to I want to change this. I want to do this. And and then after three months, she handed me 
<laughs> three prototypes. I'll never forget this. She was like, here you go. She brought them to my house. And I just remember holding him and I go, okay, now what do I do? And she goes, I don't know. Good luck. Like, Good luck. <laughs> you now. And, um, and so I, I mean, I was just, I was completely lost. And so the only thing that I knew to do was before I was going to spend any money on bringing this to market, I really wanted to get others' opinions and people who were in the industry, in the breast cancer community. And so I called up the only nonprofit that I knew of at the time, which was Susan G. Komen. And I called him and I said, hey, you know, um, I have this product. Will you take a meeting with me and tell me if you think it's a good idea? Now, remind you, I was three months pregnant. So I was super hormonal and, um, and they said yes. And so I, I was so nervous going and I think I cried the entire way going thinking, you know, when you create something, you just automatically have negative thoughts. I mean, it shouldn't be that way, but you do. And, um, Especially when it's a new experience and you've never done it. I, I never did it. And, and, you know, I, I had, had so much hopes and dreams for this, but really not knowing, not ever imagining where it could be like today, mm -hmm. uh, which I'll get into in a little bit. But um, so anyways, I go, I take them and I met with the executive director and the head of marketing and um, they brought in a woman who was 27. Mm -hmm. um, she had just had a single mastectomy the week before her aunt had breast cancer. Her mother had breast cancer. Her grandmother had died of breast cancer. This was so super raw to her. And, um, and so she tried them on. And I remember sitting there just thinking, Oh my gosh, she's going to hate him. She's going to hate him. She's going to hate him. And, um, and she just turned around and was full on crying. Um, couldn't really kind of keep it together and just said, I don't care what you do, but you have got to make these. And, have them for women who are going through this. And I mean, she was so adamant and determined that um, I just knew right then I was like, okay. And, and I mean, I called Matt, I called my husband before I even got to the elevator and said, yeah. <laughs> I hope you're ready to peanut butter and jelly it for as long as we have to, cause I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to be pregnant and I'm going to create a business and we're just going to hope for the best. <laughs> and, be bringing in an income anymore. And, uh, he obviously had no idea what that really meant because he was like, sure, sure, babe, sure. Whatever you need. And, and then come to, you know, the, the reality sets in after a couple months and we're not bringing in that income. And I mean, he worked, he's a paramedic, so he's able to pick up overtime and he picked up you know, so much overtime, I wouldn't see him for weeks because he was working 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks just to make up yeah. for the lack of income. I didn't bring home an income for four years, which I think a lot of people need to know whenever they're yeah. starting a business. And yeah. You come from money that, you know, you, there is so much sacrifice and that's, that's one of them. And, um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's how it started. And so then I just, I, I started Googling. I found, uh, you know, brokers that would help me with between like be the middleman between factories. And we tried all these different factories in the United States and we tried them in other, you know, other parts of the world. And, um, you know, quality was a, was a big deal to me. And so I did what most people do. Um, when they start a business, I went to friends and family and, uh, 
I raised $25,000 thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to go so far with this. And then come to realize that didn't even cover my initial cost of inventory. Um, and so, I mean, there has been so many hurdles along the way, but, um, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, it has uh, worked out um, mostly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how it started. I just love the the lessons you've you've given our audience here. Anyone listening in, if you you've been doing this for a while as a business owner or you're just getting started, one thing I'm picking up from your story is that it wasn't easy. And so many business owners we hear by year five they're not even in business anymore. They've already given up. Mm -hmm. And it's not an easy road. And the idea your my husband was the same way. It's like, you'll be fine. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah, but all you know, both parties in, in not understanding what the full extent of that means and how much sacrifice there is for everyone involved, the whole family, not yeah. just the person starting the business. Um, yeah. so there's that lesson. And then sticking with it. One of my friends said, you know, he created a wonderful business over 20 years, and people see the end result and they're like, Oh, anyone could do this. They don't realize it's it may be a 20-year venture till you get to oh super successful but many years of not so successful yeah and, and, and to realize you've got to have that stick stick to it attitude right yeah. yeah I mean it's it really is true my husband used to tell me all the time he's like you know it takes 10 years to be an overnight success and that's more. I mean or even longer you know I mean how many musicians or actors or whoever you know it really is one of this but but once I was in it and once once um, I, you know, created the first, the signature product, which is our recovery probe. Um, you know, once I, after a few years realizing kind of the impact that it has on these women and not just on their women, but their kids and their families and their husbands, it was like, well, there's no turning back now. I mean, there, believe me, probably once, if not twice a year, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I you know I'm tired of not sleeping. I mean, it's worse than having newborn babies because it's just, there's so much, mm. there's so much that goes into it and things that like, I just really didn't realize when starting a business, it was like, I just want to create something and help women and blah, blah, blah. You don't think about all the, uh, the finances, the legal, the, you know, the employees, the fire. I mean, all the things that go along, literally creating a company and, um, and, and you just learn along the way. And hopefully you're a good, a, a good CEO and a good founder. And, um, and so I just, I, I'm I'm happy at where we are right now, but I feel like there's still so much more growth that that can happen. Yeah, I know there is. I mean, it's such a fabulous product. And what's amazing uh, to me, and I'm so glad you didn't give it up because I believe that's why you're on this planet. And I think each person has a gift or unique talent inside of them that is exploding to get out and and, and experience do good by the world. Uh, and so many people just sit on, they're like, no, I'll just take this job. I'm unhappy, but I'm content. It's enough. And, yeah. you know, I'm so glad you didn't settle for just enough. Uh, you know, you're yeah. Doing so. yeah. So where can people find out more about you, get their very own brogue for someone who might need it or maybe themselves? How can they do that? Yeah. So they can visit us online at thebrobe.com. We also, we have a lot of other products that are for recovery. Um, you know, we started initially with the breast cancer market with one product and it has just expanded into a lot of other products that help not just the breast cancer market, but also open heart surgery, organ transplants, cosmetic surgery. And then our latest 
is our um, our superhero robe. Um, it's the Elliot superhero robe named after a little girl here in Austin who um, had stage four lung cancer and beat it um, when she was three. And um, she was the first recipient of this product. And so I, I named it after her. And um, so you can visit bro the thebrobe.com. We have so many people who request these um, as a donation and uh, for both the robe, the, the kids robes and the recovery robes. So we have, we have two different links that people can go on. And, you know, we had so many people that were like, I don't know anybody who has breast cancer or, you know, but I want to be able to, to, to make a donation towards somebody. Um, and so we have all of that information on our website and you can see all the different bundles and all the different products that we have. Well, like you also mentioned when we first got started, this can be used in a wonderful place like South Texas or in Florida if you're just hot and want to get, you know, dressed in the morning and something very comfortable. So we got other oh, options for no. everyone. It's summer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so uh, thank you. I really, really appreciate you coming to share your great gift, Allison, today on Unleash Your Story. It's a fabulous, inspirational story for everyone out there who's just sitting on that gift and talent. Go out there today and make it a reality. It'll take time, but it's well worth it. Thank you so much, Allison, for coming to Savvy Broadcast. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com.